Mark chapter 2, verse 14. Let's start. As he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Elvia, sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. So he arose and followed him. Now it happened, happened as he was dining at Levi's house, many and that many tax collectors and sinners also sat together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many. And they followed him. And when the scribes and the Pharisees saw him eating with the tax collectors and sinners, they said to his disciples, How is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. And I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And the disciples of John and the Pharisees were fasting. And they came and said to him, Why do the disciples of John and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the day will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on new garments, or else the new piece pulls away from the old, and the tear is made worse. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine bursts, the wineskins and the wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins. Now it happened that he went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. And as they went, his disciples began to pluck the heads of the grain, and the Pharisees said to him, Look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? But he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry? He and those with him, how he went into the house of God in those days of Abathar the hard priest, and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat except the priests, and also gave some to those who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was not made for man. No, the Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying that in these moments you would use me to speak this word so that it would freak the hearts of your people. We thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Hide me behind the cross. Let no flesh be glorified, but you get all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Last, last, last week, before I give you the title to this um, brief sermon, teaching, last week we, we looked at the first portion of this text, um, a pretty familiar portion of scripture, where Jesus heals a paralytic. The paralytic we talked about, he was carried by four men. And the four men couldn't get in because there was no room at the door. So the four men began to break open the roof where Jesus was sitting and let their friend down in front of Jesus. They, they, the man didn't have any faith, but the men who surrounded this man did have faith. And we talked about last week that Jesus saw their faith. Faith. 
we understand that faith is heaven's currency that without faith it is impossible to please God that we have to have faith and God has given to every man a measure of faith that we have to grow this faith and it is true it is through life's experiences trials and troubles that our faith is developed because our faith is tested by life amen so Jesus saw their faith and their faith dropped this man down. We talked about how people are going to have to, you're going to need some people in your life that are willing to bring you up and let you down. Amen. And that you got to be willing to break through some stuff if you're going to get to Jesus. Now, now, now I want you to understand because we're learning in our class and I've been teaching that we as men put the scriptures and the, the verses and the titles all in the Bible so we could find it easier to find. But you have to read the book of Mark, you, of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John, and all the letters as one continuity of text. Go ahead, pastor, preach. So you have to look at it like that. And I never really looked at this um, like this before, but God brought me to it. He said, why are you breaking away this healing of the paralytic to what I am about to do in the rest of this chapter? Because if you know God like I know, that God will not allow you to one-up him. Right, right, right. You, you, you got to follow me now. So so what we saw in the first portion of this was Jesus teaching a crowd of people. And out of this crowd of people, church folk, who didn't have as much faith as the one, y'all ain't going to say that. So they're, they're looking at this. Jesus sees all this, hears all this commotion, and they're breaking up the, the ceiling, and they let this man down. And Jesus is astounded by their faith. Yeah, the Bible says he, he never seen any. He saw their faith. It did something in him that made him break a rule and go ahead and heal this man on the Sabbath. And I believe that that it stirred something in Jesus that, it, you know, because faith is contagious. Faith, faith makes God do something. You know, when God sees faith, remember, and I don't want to get ahead, we're going to go through the book of Mark, but I, I know some of you read your Bible, and you remember when God, Jesus came in contact with the centurion, and the centurion, his daughter was sick, and he said, you know, if you come in, and he said to the man, no, you don't even got to come to my house, just say the word, and, and, and Jesus said, Jesus said, you know what, I haven't seen such great faith, not even in Israel, there's something about faith, when it comes from a place that 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 it is un, un, unexpected that it makes God just move it makes it gets heaven's attention right so I believe that when Jesus saw this man's faith and how they broke through the roof Jesus said oh no 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 since I see that you're willing to go ahead and break through something it is now my turn to break something so I just gave so so what we're going to see and the rest is that Jesus comes on and gets a, gets stirred up and he begins to break up some things and the first thing I want you to see in the text is that he called Levi he said Levi come follow me and Levi was at the tax collectors you study the word but Levi was actually Matthew 
You do know that, right? Because if you look at the book of Matthew, he, he gives his name. So Levi is Matthew. Don't get it messed up. He calls Levi, and he the son of Alphaeus, and he saw him sitting at the tax office, and he said, follow me. And now it happened that he was dining with tax collectors and sinners. The first thing I want is I want you to understand what Jesus is about to break. He is about to break their standards. Somebody say God breaks standards. See, the Bible says that he chose us before the foundation of the world. That he knew us while we were in our mother's womb. He chose us. Now, to choose, I'm not going to go too deep because I've already preached it, but to choose is a, is a great thing when it's coming from God. Because we serve a God who knows everything, who sees everything, who has all information at all times, that knew the choices that we would make when we would make them against his will. That, that he knew the, the, the struggles we would go through, whether that's drugs, sex, alcohol, lying, stealing, whoremongering, whatever your issue. Look at your neighbor and say, don't look, don't sit there because you got some issues. Yeah, you got some issues. But, but, and, you, and you got some issues that you don't want nobody to know about. But God knows about all your issues. And with that, he still chose us. See, you didn't choose your mother. You didn't choose your father. As crazy as they were. And you ain't going to say nothing because that's your mama. You can say they crazy, but nobody else better ever say they crazy. Y'all better help me up in here. But but you didn't get to choose your mother. You didn't get to choose to be born in the wealth or to be born in the ghetto, to be born in the hood or to be born in the suburb. You didn't get to choose what situation. So God knew everything you would go through. Every choice you would make before he chose you. And he chose Levi. He chose Levi. And here go these church folk. What is he doing calling a tax collector? Now, I ain't going to go too deep into Levi, but Levi was from the Levit Levitical priesthood because the name Levi is representative of the, the tribe of Levi, which means he was a part of and his lineage was a part of the Levitical priesthood. And part of the Levitical priesthood was that you had to be holy and you were set apart for the service of God. And what this shows us is that Levi was a tax collector, which meant he had strayed away from his lineage. I'm preaching already. Some of us have made decisions to walk away from what our family has rightfully given us and we want to go out there and try it our own way. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. So Levi had strayed away from what the family was supposed to be. And he became a tax collector. Now a tax collector was not a good job. It paid good. I'll say that again. It paid good, but it ain't good. Because in order to be a tax collector in those times, it meant you had to be the type of person that did not care about your people. Because, because Rome was ruling that time, at that place at that time. And what Rome would do is say, listen, bro, you listen, I got a job for you. You're going to be our tax collector. And what we want at the end of the day, we want 30 grand. You understand? 30 grand every month is what we coming for. I'm going to teach it like you might understand it. So I'm going to give you some work. Okay, okay. y'all can't go with me on that ride. You don't know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you this work. At the end of the month, I want 30 G's. At the end of, now, I, I don't care how you come up with that 30 G's I want my 30 G's 
Now, the only way you're going to live is I'm telling you I want 30 G's. I don't care what you tell them. So, so, so the tax collector could take taxes could really only be five dollars. But hey, hey, okay, hey, if it was me, I'd be telling you it's twenty dollars. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Y'all ain't gonna say you gotta pay twenty dollars because I'm gonna get the fifteen. I'm gonna get in the five, and I'm gonna be all right. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Look there, look like you crazy. So the tax collector had to be the type of person that would go ahead, and they didn't. The people in his community didn't like him. Nobody likes the IRS. Anybody like the IRS? Don't know. Not even church folk like the IRS. You could be tax exempt and still not like the IRS. Now I ain't gonna say nothing. But the IRS was who he worked for. But nobody could touch him because he was protected. I'd preach a whole nother sermon another day on that level. Because you got people in your life who don't like you, but they can't do nothing about it because you are protected. So, so here he is, and God's saying, wait a minute, why is, why is he calling him? He's, he's breaking the standards. You're not supposed to call a tax collector. He's a sinner. Why is he eating with sinners? And you know how church folk is, you know. Why is he, yeah, why he on K Street? Why he over there? But I saw, I saw Pastor, but y'all ain't gonna say nothing. See, uh, did you see Pastor coming out the package store? That's, I saw him, I don't know. Well, nobody think that we cook with wine. I do go in the package store. You might get a bottle of Heineken up in my refrigerator. I ain't drinking it. I'm making brats with it. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. There's a difference. But church folk want to want to start rumors. Why is he eating with? Cause you got standards. And here's the difference with Jesus sitting at the table. Oh my God, y'all better help me. I ain't got but two little notes up here. Y'all better help me up in here. Okay, let me let me find my point. Okay, I don't have a point. But anyway, God is good. Whoever he calls, he has the power to transform into the image of what he called it for. That's the difference. So so God can sit and eat with sinners. And not become one. Well, Pat, see, I gotta make this real clear for y'all, cause y'all y'all take stuff literal, and if I don't clarify it, you'll go out and live with a doctrine that you created up in your own mind, cause you don't come to Bible study. So I got to make it. You know what I'm saying? I gotta make it clear. I ain't telling you to go to the club or the bar so you can chill out with your sinner friends. Because you coming out drunk. Or pregnant. I don't know one of the two. Y'all better help me up in here. So, but Jesus, when he called Levi, he knew that Levi was going to be used for his purpose. And Levi had issues that he needed healed. The issues were he had already strayed away from his family, so his family didn't want nothing to do with him. And he didn't have a problem with people hating him because he was a loner by himself anyway. And he was already feeling rejection from his family and from the people. And so when Jesus comes and says, follow me, ain't nothing like feeling rejected all your life and having somebody say, I'll rock with you. I ain't going to say nothing. 
But if you're going to rock with Jesus, Jesus is going to transform your life. Because you're not going to change him. Somebody say, you ain't changing him. So, 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 so he said, he, he, he called him, he broke the standards, and then he's eating with him. He breaks requirements. He broke standards and he broke requirements. Because he told us in his word that we are not to eat from the table of demons and God. That's what Jesus said. First Corinthians, you study it. I ain't got time. Do not sit at the table of demons and God. That's what he told us, right? We can't eat from that same table. How many of y'all know that scripture? Raise your hands up before I give you this point. I want to make sure you know I ain't coming straight out of my head with you can't eat at the table with demons. Okay, he says, somebody say thank God for that. Okay, now I'm about to blow your mind. That means just because you a sinner don't mean you're a demon. Because <laughs> Jesus can't break his vow. He can't violate his own standard. So while you sitting at the table with sinners, stop calling everything in your life a demon. No, it ain't a demon, it's you. Everything ain't a demon. But when 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 you have dinner with Jesus, it changes your destiny. <laughs> If Jesus is inviting you to the table, there's a difference. Remember Mephibosheth? Ooh. Jonathan's son, who was dropped and had broken limbs. And David at the end, he said, go find him out here and, and bring him to the table. And he sat him at the table with the king, even though he was crippled. And before that dinner, but that dinner changed everything about me. Oh, what about what about the lip? What about when he touched the, the thigh of Jacob's thigh and, and gave him, let him walk with a lip? Ain't nobody in here perfect. Don't you ever go to a church where you think everybody perfect. Everybody, everybody in here got a lip. Everybody in here got something broken. That's the only reason you come to church. To get your broke self fixed. So he broke their requirement. He's like, listen, why are you eating with these sinners? Okay, so we see he breaks standards. He broke requirements. And then in verses 18 through 20, watch this. He said, they, they was like, okay, well, why don't they fast? First of all, why are they following him in the first place? Because they want to kill him. You got to know there's people who follow you. Because they want to kill you. Not, not everybody in your circle. Jesus, Jesus. First of all, why you call him? Why you eating with him? And why they ain't fasting? Somebody say break rituals. He violated their customs. 
because the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they fast three times a week, faithfully, sackcloth and ashes, put black stuff all over them. I ain't messing with you. Cause they want they want everybody to know we fast. Former godliness denying the power thereof. The Bible says when you pray, go in your closet. So when you fast, wash your face. Y'all better help me. They brag about fasting, but they couldn't recognize the Messiah. They fast three times a week and didn't even recognize Jesus when he was in his face. I don't care what you be doing. Oh, y'all go get, oh, oh my God. I don't care what you be doing. I ain't trying to get on nobody's nerves. But you can fast 40 days and 40 nights if you want. Go ahead. I know people eating closer to Jesus than you. You might as well eat. There ain't no power. If you're going to have bad breath, at least have power. At least. Tap your neighbor and say, at least have power. If not, tic-tac. Come on, come on. Preach with me. Preach with me. Yeah, because there ain't no power. You're supposed to resurrect. Now knock me down. Come on, preach. Preach, pastor. But they, why they not fasting? Why is it your business? They said, listen, the bridegroom is with them. They, they don't need to fast. I'm with them. This going to mess you up right here. I got to be careful. No, I don't. I'm Pastor Andre. <laughs> listen. The bridegroom is with them. Why should they fast? But there will come a time when the bridegroom is taken away. Then they will fast. Who is fasting for? Fasting is not for God. And that's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees missed. Fasting is not for God. I'm going to mess you up. If he told them, why are they fasting when I am with them? But when I'm gone, then will come the time of fasting. And I just want to ask you, Where is Jesus now? If in my theology, I believe he is in heaven, then I'm fasting. Because I'm waiting for him. If I believe he's in me, And some of y'all gonna walk away and say, Pastor told us ain't no need to be fasting. Nope. 
Fasting is a fleshly, spiritual, fleshly discipline to get you under control. To give you strength. Jesus fasted for 40 days and for 40 nights. He defeated Satan. And you never read about Jesus ever fasting again. You only hear about him praying. But you can't get nobody to come to a prayer meeting. But everybody swear they fasting on Monday. With that honey bun in your mouth. I ain't see you guys see you. He just dropped that from heaven. Some of y'all got honey buns for Monday. Honey bun Monday. <laughs> y'all better help me up here. So he finally he said, I'm gonna break that. Look at all the stuff Jesus is breaking. All because he saw some faith. <laughs> oh my God. Last but not least, he deals with the Sabbath. Look at what they're doing. They're eating, they, they look, they're, they're, they're working on the Sabbath. I wanted to have my daughter do this teaching about the Sabbath, but I ain't, I'm, I'm not going to mess with her today. Um, but they, they really got on him. And I love Jesus' response. He said, didn't you hear about David? Because he knew they, they knew the law. They knew they read everything about David. So, so why are you getting on me about doing stuff on the Sabbath? What about David? When he went to the church and just started eating. God, you know I asked you for forgiveness for the times I went to church and just stole that food. I went to the church and stole the food. And then I read this scripture and got happy. I was like, God, I'm all in this Bible. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about, so I ain't going to say nothing. But some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Because I used to go into the Catholic church and rob the Catholic church. I know. God, and I know you wait for lightning to strike me dead, but God's mercy and his grace. I was hungry. I was hungry for crack, but I was still hungry nonetheless. All it's telling us is that God is not concerned about what you do on a certain day. They were stuck on this day and on this Sabbath. And Jesus said, listen, I'm going to break it. He canceled out their legalism. That's what he did. You you want to keep worrying about what somebody doing on a Sunday, whether it's a Sunday, whether it's a Saturday, whether it's a Wednesday, whether it's a Friday. You want to do all this stuff and you dealing with with this legalism. And this is where Jesus gets mad at them. And he cusses them out in a really nice way. 
he brings up an analogy and he talks about wineskins and he talks about old wineskins and new wineskins. And, and it represents the legalism that he is about to break because the wine in this text represents the covenant. And he's saying, I'm trying to bring in a new covenant, but y'all keep operating in this old covenant. So you can't operate and, and grab hold to this new promise I want to give you because you stuck on stupid. You ain't going to say nothing. You still stuck on the last and you can't move past your past. You can't move past what happened and what was being done so that I can show you what's about to happen. And, and it's because of these four men that I met with this brother who were willing to break through the roof that energized my mission so that I can break up all these systems and legalism and all the things that are going on that are keeping you from actually attaining to my promise. Somebody say my promise. See, well, all, all God really wanted me to tell y'all this morning, I, I said all that to show you that God is about to break up some stuff. Okay, all right, I'm just, God is about to break some stuff, because some of you are still stuck. You stuck on religion, you stuck on legalism, it ain't working. You stuck on how people do things, it ain't working. You stuck on why people do things, it ain't working. God does not want a form of religion, he wants relationship. He wants you to get in relationship with him and not think, well I came to church, I gave my offering, I did my thing, I did my God responsibility. God says, I want all of you, if you're willing to break away from some stuff I'll go ahead and break up some stuff but the problem is we are not willing to break away from some stuff some of you have been saved for 10 20 30 40 years and have not changed have not changed listen people if you've been rocking with somebody and they still act the same I, listen, I ain't saying you got to go from night to day in a moment, but there needs to be a, prog a progression of transformation that's taking place in your life. And you can't go to old ways and systems to think it's going to break. What I'm trying, fasting ain't going to break it. Because you ain't fasting for the right purpose. Shouting ain't going to break it. Former godliness, denying the power thereof. We need power to overcome the things that are coming at us. And you always gonna have people in your life that are always talking about how you doing something. Why are you doing something? Why are you eating with them? Why are you friends with them? Why are you over their house? Why are you fasting? Why are you giving to the church? Why are you praising? Why are you singing? Why are you dressing like that? Why are you rocking with him? You better shut your mouth. It's faith. Somebody say faith. faith. I need God. I need God to break some stuff in my life so that I can get. He, he's saying, listen, you keep worrying about the Sabbath. I am Lord of the Sabbath. Woo. He said, I am your rest. But you keep trying to work your way in. And the Bible says there will there is a rest for the people of God. And some have not come so they've come so short of it because you're trying to work your way in. You're trying to work your blessing up. That ain't how you get it. You get it by faith. You get it by blessing God. I fast so I can bring my flesh under subjection. Cause I don't wanna preach 
and let my preaching be in vain. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. I come to church on Sunday because I got something to give. I don't need nothing because I got everything I need. If I got Jesus, I got it all. So I ain't got to tell you I fasted for seven days. So I, no, I ain't got to fast. I hear from God every day. I speak to God every day. I expect God to move every day. And it's not because of nothing I've done. It's because of what he did. And because I have faith. And my faith has been tried and tested. Y'all better help me up in here. And when he called me, I didn't have to worry about why. Because the devil will say, well, why? Why does the pastor want you to do that? Well, I'm not qualified. I can't do that. I'm just supposed to be doing that. Shut the devil up in your voice. When God called me to preach, I said, I can't do that. I don't even like to talk. I don't like the sound of my voice. He said, I don't need your voice. I need your past. Y'all better help me up in there. Who's going to listen to me? They don't need to listen to you. But you just listen to me. Tell them what I tell you. You ain't going to say nothing. Don't allow. Where's my faith? My faith comes because when I was out there smoking them drugs, he pulled me out. When I was being shot at, he pulled me out. When I got stabbed, he pulled me out. When people said I was going to be nothing, he believed in me. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I, I know. God, why you call me? I was a tax collector. I was doing my people wrong. I was selling poison in the street. Then I start taking poison. People are always going to say, oh, he a pastor. Oh, he ain't a pastor no more. People need to learn how to shut their mouth. Ain't doing nothing for the Lord. All you can brag about is how many hours you pray. I don't got to pray for an hour. I can say, Lord, and he opens up his head. I can't rock with that church. He preaching Tim's. Why he wearing jeans in the pulpit? Why he rapping? Why you ain't doing nothing? Why you, why you got a degree in theology but ain't getting nobody saved? Why you ain't in the streets telling them and compelling them to come? Why are you not being a witness? Why y'all better help me up in here? I need God to break up some stuff, break up some attitudes, break up some misconceptions, break up some falsehood, break it up, break it up, break up relationships. I ain't telling you to leave your husband, but I'm trying to tell you, you gotta get right or get gone. Life is too short. Worrying about people, what they think, how they say, how they act. The devil is alive. Tap your neighbor and say, grow up. We come this far by faith. Not by nothing else. Not by requirements, because none of us going to make the requirement. I ain't even qualified for the job I got. I'm not even qualified for the wife I got. Grace. I 
That's why I love him. So I'm holding on to this season. His promises. His new covenant. His rest. His rest. So that's why I said, no, ain't no boss. I needed some rest. Just cancel it. I, I need rest. You got no one to just go ahead and enter into the rest. Some of you got no peace. That's how you know it's not God. Because he's not the author of confusion. But the Pharisees and them Sadducees always bringing up some confusion. You better learn how to identify them people in your life. It's always confusion. You look at the phone and you're like, Lord Jesus. I ain't even prayed up to answer this one today. You ever got to go into your prayer closet before you answer the phone? And you know you be cussing them out. I did y'all one more time. Hello, grace and peace. How you doing? Highly favored. Blessed are the Lord. That's when you know they lying. Because they tell you every scripture. Shoot. I trust God. God is in control. But let me tell you what I'm dealing with right now. Then they get mad, you say, because they want you to help them. They thinking you're going to give them some money. You say, let's pray about it. <laughs> this ain't praying time. This is loaning time. They didn't discern the phone call. <laughs> Y'all better help me up in here. Shoot. But we serve a mighty God. I'm glad he broke some stuff for me. He broke some rules. Paul said, listen, I was the chief of sinners. Jesus broke all the rules. When it came to Paul, he broke all the rules. You know what that represents? I'm closing. Here's what it comes down to. Jesus broke all of that so that he can give us the blank check of favor. Because you can't have favor with rules. Somebody need to go ahead and thank God for favor right now. If you need favor in an area, you need to go ahead and thank him for it right now. When you need God to move stuff, to open a door, favor right now. See, I know the trick. When my daughter said, you know, yeah, my test came back positive. I know the trick. And I'm not going to cry. And I'm not going to worry. And I'm not going to fret. But the Bible says the word became flesh. So when I speak healing, it's already done. It's already done. I know my grandkids going to be all right. And you know why? Because I have a level of faith. Because I saw my sister.
to go through it sitting when my brother-in-law had it and no trace of it was on y'all better see you gotta know how to trace your faith back to a place where you could just trust God so they give you bad news oh I know what to do with bad news I tie it to the good news Y'all better come on. Don't, don't you bring me. There is no bad news in my life. It's just another area of God to go ahead and move. And then y'all better come on up in here. So God, we thank you. Thank you for breaking it. The rules, the stipulations, the requirements, the standards so that we can be blessed by you. Doors could be open for us and doors can be shut for us. We thank you that we are your chosen people. When people threw us out, when people said they didn't want nothing to do with us, you chose us. You chose the weak to confound the strong, that you choose the foolish things to confound the wise. You, you chose us broken and hurt. You chose us. So if God be for us, who could be against us? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And we praise you for it. We praise you for it. We bless you for it. We thank you for healing we don't deserve. We thank you for miracles we don't deserve. We thank you that we're in our right mind we don't deserve. All the drugs we smoked, all the liquor we drunk, we thank you that we are still clothed in our right mind. That we can, we give you praise, we bless you for it.